there. I'm so glad you're listening today. This is Mom Delights, and I am Sherry Hayes, a Jesus lover, homemaker, and homeschooling mom of 15. You can listen here on this podcast, and you can read and download on my blog, momdelights.com. And today we're going to be talking about 15 hacks for homeschool scheduling. And first off, I wanted to say that I have learned over the many eons, no, the many years I've been a homeschooling mom and a mom at home, that um, the more I make myself a slave of my schedule, the less I get done and really the less I reach my goal. And now that is because my goal is not just to have order and know where everything is and where everyone is and all that. It's because I want to glorify God and I want to have peace, his peace in my home. Okay. Not just peace at any cost, but the kind of peace that is a little slice of heaven, right? So with that, we will go to our item number one, the first hack for you know, homemaking, homeschooling, scheduling is that um, you don't want to make a specific time uh, for everything. In other words, you don't want to have a time schedule where, you know, usually we're going to go on the internet and we're going to, you know, um, print out one of those sheets that has the times, you know, from 6.30 to 7, 7.30 and on and on and on, right? And we're going to take those little sheets and we're going to plug in. Okay, so from this time to the, I think it takes 15 minutes for me to shower, 15 minutes to put my makeup on, about 15 minutes to do my hair, and so you know we're still these little increments and everything. And um, if you have any little kids or even a husband maybe, <laughs> uh, you know that those things don't usually work out. There's just always going to be something that gets in the way. So. <clears throat> And also, when we do that, we don't leave room for the Holy Spirit to say, hey, instead of doing this right now, someone over here needs this, you know, and it just won't fit into those little squares, okay? And another thing that happens when we do that is we start getting over into the flesh. You know, the part of us that thinks, ooh, we can get her done. God, you just stay over there in that corner where I'm going to put you, and I'm going to come over here, and I'm going to get it done in my own way, in my own time. I love you and all that, and I'll sing praise songs later, but what I want to do is I want to get this done, and I'm not sure if you understand where I'm coming from, God, but I'm going to get this done and when I need you I'll call right but you know what whenever I do that it always always messes up if you're like me yeah I think we're all like aren't we all humans <laughs> I am human but <clears throat> what happens is when we get in the flesh and we start doing it in our own strength there's just no way that everything is going to get done in God's peace and to glorify him instead we go God this is your day these are the things I want to get done, but I'm going to wait on you. You have the ultimate, ultimate say. And so we want to do routine instead of schedule, right? So routine is hopefully by noon, <laughs> I can have my clothes on and my kids cleaned up and we can have some chores done. And we can do a little bit of school, hopefully by noon. That's my goal. But see, that's a routine instead of like, okay, it's at 10 o'clock. I've got to nurse the baby. What if the baby's not hungry? <laughs> yeah, you know, those things. Okay, number two, make your to-do list into a prayer list. 
this is so great. This set me free. Because when I had all, like I had, like I had eight children and, and 10 and under at one point. And so I would have like, you know, I've got to, you know, wash the dishes, clean the house, do the laundry, make the meals. And I was homeschooling and like I had to like call um, for dentist appointments and stuff. And I would have these things I needed to do. But if I, you know, put them on the list and if I didn't get everything checked off, then there was failure and there was guilt and there was frustration. But if I said, Lord, here's what I need to get done today. This is my prayer to you. And since I've written it down on this list, I'm going to put this list away. And I'm going to ask you today, in the midst of everything that's going to happen, if you could please help me to get these things done. And now I'm trusting and expecting that you're going to get, you're going to help me get done today the things that need to be done. Not necessarily my wants, maybe a few of those do, but mostly the needs in my life will be taken care of. And I just would leave that in his hands. And you know what? Peace reigned in my life. I learned so much. And you know, I became a more peaceful mom when I did that. Okay. Now, Number three, this is point number three. If you're taking notes, of course, if you go on my blog, momdelights.com, this is part of a post and you will be able to find it and it will have the same title and you can just like download it and print it out or, you know, you can just read it so you can reiterate it. It's up to you. Now, it'll be a little slightly different from what I'm talking about here because I'm ad-libbing, <laughs> but I think you'll still get a lot from it. Now we're going to get to number three on the list. The third hack is include time for overflow. Okay, in my current schedule, now it changes all the time, okay, but in my current schedule or routine are four days for academics. On these days, I take time to have official directed times of reading aloud and discussing with my children, and they have lists of tasks they need to accomplish each day. And if we do not get all that's on the list done daily, I have I have a day which is now Friday, where we can catch up on items that are essential. These are the things that are, there are things that aren't essential. And if we don't get to these, no one worries, right? This also gives the children an incentive. If they can get their regular work done on the first four days, they will have nothing left on the fifth day and it becomes a free day for them. So that is always helpful, isn't it? Okay, item number four, the, put the most important first. Now, in any schedule, this is really, or schedule, I'm sorry, any routine, am I really having trouble with this concept? No, I really do have it down, okay? Um, <clears throat> in any routine, if you don't put the first, the most important items first, they will always get squished out, okay? So, <clears throat> if... For instance, you wake up and you say, you know what, I need to get a shower and I need to fix my hair, but you know what, I'm going to go in there and just sit and have a cup of coffee and just stare at the window before the kids wake up. So you get your cup of coffee and you sit and you're having a cup of coffee and you're looking out the window and the kids wake up. Oh my goodness, then something happens with the dog. Then you've got a rush and somebody's really hungry or someone's throwing up or something, okay? So then by noon... You still have not combed your hair, washed your face, brushed your teeth. You haven't done anything. (laughs) And that's because it got squished out. And really, if you had taken the time to put that first 
then the rest of the day would have been breezy and you wouldn't be, oh, oh, I've got to clean myself up. Oh my goodness. I'm so, oh, I smell bad. <laughs> so that's important. Okay. One of the most important things is that when we don't try, now I know I talked about like if you're sleeping with a baby and if you wake up and you know, have time with the Lord, it's not going to work. Right. And so I have a solution for that one too. But, um, but what you can do as a family and, and as a homeschooling mom, you, and even if you don't homeschool and everybody goes out and scatters, <clears throat> if you make it a priority to put reading the Bible and praying together the first thing, then it is not going to get squished out by everything else. So that's a really important hack. So <clears throat> I have learned by <laughs> hard training that that's really important. And I try to do that as much as possible. Of course, perfectionism, eh, I'm not perfect, but that's my goal. Okay. Number five, keep a notepad with you at all times. Well, I'm an apron wearer. Okay. And so I walk around with an apron or I used to be that I used to make sure that every dress I had had pockets to it, but now I just, I just wear aprons. And <clears throat> what I do is I pack that apron with a pencil or a pen and a little like steno, a tiny steno notepad, notepad or something, or even just a piece of paper that I folded. And that way, as I'm walking through and I go, oh my goodness, we're almost out of toilet paper. I can jot that down. Or I, something comes to my mind, you know, I've got to call so-and-so. I've got to write a letter to so-and-so or something like that. And so as I'm doing that stuff, I can just jot that down. And it just helps my brain. I don't know about your brain, but my brain leaks, okay? <laughs> I can't just keep everything. My, my husband has a brain like a Rolodex. I don't know if you know what a Rolodex is. But secretaries used to have this thing, and it was it was a whole bunch of index cards that kind of, they were stacked where they rolled around, and you could find, like, people's addresses. And anyway, my husband has a brain like a Rolodex. And so he remembers everything he needs to do in his brain. I don't know. He even remembers all his passwords in his brain. <laughs> I have to write things down because I don't know. I leak or there's not enough room up there or something. But anyway, so <clears throat> if I jot things down as I'm working, then I don't lose them for later. Right? So that's a little hack. And then I can also like stick them into wherever they need to be in my planner, which is the next point. Six, use a planner. And I know paper and pencil. It's like old fashioned. And if you like to use your phone and if that is, you know, working for you, then go for it. But something I know about phones is like when we're on our phone, we're going to be tempted. Oh, I got to check and see if I got any comments on this. Or, you know what I'm saying? And so it's like a distraction. But when you're in your planner, then you're just looking at your days and your weeks and you're looking at your month and you've got your notes there. And it's just so easy. It's something physical because to me, <coughs> from my personality, if I have something physical that I have in my hand that I can see with my eyes, it actually represents something to me and it keeps me better on track. So I like to have a planner. So when I'm walking around and I've got these little notes in my pocket, I can sit down and I can say, okay, I'm going to write the letter to this person. I'm going to try to write the letter to this person, Lord, <laughs> tomorrow. And, you know, if I don't get it tomorrow, I can always, you know, move it over to the next day. I have, I use arrows to move it to the next day, to the next day, to the next day. <laughs> if I don't get it, you know, you know what that's like. Okay. <clears throat> Number seven is keep meals and shopping simple. Okay. So when we are knee deep in homeschooling, especially in the middle of the year, um, <clears throat> it's no time to try some new fancy recipes 
unless you're not doing it for a study or something. And the crock pot is so nice. People love like, you know, grilled sandwiches <laughs> or the Instapot, you know, whatever you're doing. And just keep it really simple and really sweet. And so when you're doing your meal planning, keep that really simple and sweet. And it is kind of nice <clears throat> to have a plan for your meals. It doesn't have to be like in detail or anything. But what I tend to do is I tend to have a pantry that I shop out of to do my meals. And I always ask the Lord for creative ideas. And I come up with really cool, the Lord, I should, should say. We come up with some really cool ideas, right? And that I've never seen before or heard before, but my family likes it because I know what they like. So I stock up the things on the things we usually use. And then I just kind of shop from that, except for, you know, and, and even, even the perishable items. I can do seasonal items, you know, like fruits and vegetables that we need, but I try to like keep certain salads on, on hand that we will normally eat. And so when I do it that way, it saves money because I know it's stuff we already will eat. It's not something, don't try to find something strange and add it in, you know, and people go, ew, but, and it's wasted. It's just wasting money. So I just try to keep it really simple. I know what we like to eat and I just keep doing those same things over and over again. Every once in a while for a special occasion, we'll throw something in there, but it, you know, most of the time, if I keep it really simple, it takes less brain power and it helps me to keep on track in my schedule or my routine. How about that? So number eight, declutter and simplify. Now, cluttering, we're thinking of like junk all over all the surfaces in your house, like piles of papers, piles of toys, piles of clothes, right? But there's a certain kind of clutter that we can get into, and it's called time clutter. Like, how much stuff are we trying to jam in every day or every hour? Like, how many times do we check our phone for no reason? Um, <clears throat> how many times are we supposed to be watching a YouTube video, video on um, how to knit for our daughter? And we'd like going off, oh, what, how do they do this? And oh, look at this cute little kitten. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, we have to get the junk out of our house, out of our lives, the junk that takes up our time. Um, what are we doing that keeps us from keeping on track with our routines that we need to keep up with? Okay. Number nine, put it in your plan to keep things picked up. Now, when you're planning and when you're planning your routine, you have to remember that you live in your house all day long. You don't just you know, like get up in the morning and leave and come back. And it's the same way you left it. <laughs> I mean, I know, I know a lot of people, they like to, in the morning, they straighten up the house so that when they come home from work or whatever, they come home and it's straight. Right. But when you're in your house all day long, you have to have a plan to kind of keep that picked up as you go. So what we usually do is we wake up in the morning and we clean things up and then we make a big mess, <laughs> homeschooling. And then we clean things up before lunch and we clean up the kitchen after lunch, and then we play, and we have our dinner, and then right before bed, we have another pickup, or we have a pickup before daddy, you know, when daddy worked outside the home, we would have a pickup before daddy came home, and then we would have a quick clean before bed. <clears throat> this way, it never gets too huge, right? You're just doing it little by little by little, so that helps you to keep on track with your routine, and just put that in your routine. Just have it part of what you do, and it'll just seem natural to everybody. And people will feel weird when it when you don't pick, keep it picked up. It'll be strange to everyone, so they'll just automatically do it, hopefully. <laughs> okay, number 10, set aside a day for deep cleaning. <clears throat> now, homeschooling, I find, fills up like 
you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I mean, we are just busy and we just keep things picked up, but we don't really get a chance to really clean things very well. So sometimes like on Friday afternoon or maybe, maybe it's Sunday afternoon, but just one time a week, just do a little deeper cleaning just to keep up on things. So putting that in your schedule or your plan or your routine really helps a lot. Okay, 11, take breaks to catch up on life. And this is if you're homeschooling, okay? If you are homeschooling, sometimes you can get so wrapped up in getting all this done academic-wise. In other words, I'm saying like book, 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 work, math, 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 work, you know, that sometimes kids need time just to kind of, it's like a rubber band. If you keep pulling and pulling on that rubber band, it's going to break. But if you give it some slack, if you give your kids some slack and let them just relax, sometimes they're able to take all that academic stuff you've been, they've been putting in their brains and actually start processing it and enjoying it and, and pursuing it for themselves. And then it becomes part of who they are. So I think it's very important to schedule in breaks from homeschooling and from, you know, just the routine of everyday life. And number 12 is do your errands in batches. So everybody has errands. Everybody has to, you know, go to appointments and get the car oil changed and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And what you can do if, unless it's an emergency, you can try to schedule those things, either take one week in a, you know, one week in like every three months, take a week and just get all of them done at once. <laughs> or like, like with, with dental appointments, it really helps. Or, um, if you want to just take, make sure they fall, all your stuff falls on that one certain day that you designate in a week or every other week that you just put that all in one day so that you just know, well, this is our errand day. So, you know, you pack some sandwiches and some water in the car so that you can have lunch on the go and you just kind of make it an experience and take your kids with you and, you know, they can look and see how the car's being, the oil's being changed. You can talk about cars. I mean, you can turn anything almost into a learning experience and, you know, homeschooling isn't just about book work. It's about real life, right? So you take that and you include your kids and all that and that's one way to get those errands done in one batch just run all over town but make it easy like you don't have to cook that day really you know you're just eating snacks and <clears throat> if the kids take a nap in the car you know we're cool with that right and then in the middle of that day take them to the park and let them swing for a little bit and then pop them back in the car and you're on your go on your way to go so just some ideas for that okay <clears throat> number 13 make sure you take time to record Okay, so this is about family memories, it's about events, and it's about your what you're doing for your homeschool. You have to make sure that in your routine and in your plan, you have specific time, and I'm not talking about like between 2 and 3 o'clock. <laughs> like, you know, make sure it's, it's included in there that you take the time to sit down. Like, let's say that everybody's sitting down in the evening to do, uh, like, to watch a movie. Well, mom can sit over there with a little light and she can write things down that, that have been going on that day. Sometimes it's it's not just the homeschooling, but like an event that happened. Like, on this day is when, <clears throat> you know, we had that fender bender. On that day is when we got blessed with that money or when Aunt, Aunt, um, our aunt came to visit on this day. And you know, you're kind of recording uh, memories like, on this day, the baby walked. On this day, so-and-so lost her first tooth. You know what I'm saying? It's just a, t a place, you need a place to record all that. If it's in your planner, or I have, I, I have actually um, 
develop something called the record book and that's where you can actually go ahead and record all that you're doing in your home school you can record your family memories in there if you wish and it can be part of the whole learning experience <laughs> and so you can do that but just take some time it's important because those things will just slip out of your mind and they'll be gone forever but if you write them down you can go back and years and you'll just say oh that's right that happened that day you do you remember that it's really cool so <clears throat> Number 14, use a check-off sheet for each child. Okay, so while you have your routine and you know what you're supposed to be doing, what can really, really mess you up is if your child is actually actually having to come up to you every five minutes and go, Mommy, we're done with that. What do we do now? Or you're not paying attention and they're like like playing around, making more messes than cleans. <laughs> You know, like if you have a morning routine or whatever. So if you have some kind of an accountability checkoff sheet for them to know that in our morning routine, this is what I do. First I do this, next I do this, next I do this. Like some people like to have a card system, whatever works for you. But you can have, you can create your own system. You can go online. There's a gazillion ideas of ways that you can show your child to get them used to getting things done one after the other and I have some systems I've shared on my blog and I can talk about them sometime here and it's just like I think maybe I shared them on YouTube so if you go to my YouTube channel it's also called mom delights you can watch my video on how I just I, and kids need something really simple sometimes in the morning all they need to know is first we do this then we do this do th we do this and you can name each one with a a letter of the alphabet and you can make a little song about it or you can you know you, there's all kinds of different ways you can do it but anyway every child needs to know what they're supposed to be doing if you don't want to have everything you you're trying to do sabotaged give them their own list give them some cards let them know what they're supposed to be doing now of course with the babies you know you don't do that but if, when a child can eat you can make them with pictures if a child can can tell what the pictures saying it'll help keep them on track it just really is helpful Okay, number 15, um, schedule in some margin. I think we've kind of covered that already, that you need to have some nothing days, absolutely nothing scheduled, no routine. Um, you know, it's a Sabbath rest, right? So what we do as a family is our Saturdays are our Sabbath rest days. That day, Mama doesn't tell anybody what to do. Um, we, we don't really follow, like we have like, you know, you kind of want to clean up, but you know, it's not, it's not in stone and we just kind of relax. And that's like, you know, we can be spontaneous that day and we can do what we want to do. We try not to schedule anything else on Saturday. We try not to schedule any outside activities on Saturday if we can absolutely help it. That's our day when we are just marginal. We have margin, right? So that's an important thing. Now, the last thing I'm going to talk to you about is that with all this, we need to schedule in and we need to not schedule them. But we need to clothe ourselves with humility. Now, there is the story of the man in the Bible who planned to do such and such, but God was in charge of his plans. And he said, on this day, I'm going to go here and I'm going to go do that. And God said, oh, you know, you shouldn't be, you know, he kind of laughed at him and he said, this day your life will be required of you. So we make our plans, but God has to be the one who orders our lives. Okay, and we need to say, that's why the Bible says, we need to say, if the Lord wills, 
this is what I will do. And then we learn to be dependent on God and not, like I said before, not to rely on our flesh. Remember, what is our goal? We're reaching towards a goal. What is that goal? The goal is to glorify God and enjoy Him forever, right? So, I mean, everything else is gravy. <laughs> and God will help us. If it's his if it's his goals we're working towards, he, the Holy Spirit is is the helper. He's the one called aside to help uh, to help us, right? So, he will help us to reach that goal. So, <clears throat> thank you for listening. I hope you're able to take something away that will help you on your journey to glorify God as you love your family. And don't forget, there are loads more content on my blog, momdelights.com. Blessings multiplied. Till next time. Bye-bye.